Hello, friends, and welcome to Stories from the Tool Shed. My name's Stephen. And my name's Tim. And we're excited to journey with you through the Spiritual Authority Cohort. Let's get it! Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are excited to bring you guys another episode of Stories from the Tool Shed. Stephen and I have put together a little bonus episode for you guys filled with testimonies from around the country and even one international story of people in our cohorts who have just experienced God's healing touch. So sit back, relax, and we're just excited for you guys to hear all of these stories. I thought I'd start out asking Stephen a question. Stephen, can you tell us a little bit, what's the What's the whole deal with having an active and alive testimony with current stories? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Tim and I talked about this a lot because I think there really is power behind hearing current testimonies of what God's doing in our day-to-day lives. And and there's power behind cohort uh, participants that are currently going through the cohorts, like experimenting with these prayer tools, saying like, hey, I don't even know how to do this. And taking steps of faith, being encouraged by their stories so that, again, we can continue to take steps of faith in the places that God's put us in. And so we want to give you some of these current stories of cohort participants literally around the world that are stepping out in faith with their activating prayer tools and believing that God will show up as they do. So, hey, listen to some of these stories as we hope they're an encouragement to you all. So we have a couple stories that go hand in hand together from Northern California in this story, which you'll hear uh, somebody's back gets healed. Uh, And we've got both the person who received the healing as well as the person who did the praying kind of in back-to-back testimonies here. I hope you enjoy it. Last week, my friend Jen texted me and asked me if I would go on a walk with her. And I wrote her back and said, no, I can't go on a walk with her because about 10 days earlier, I had been putting Christmas decorations away and uh, I pulled something in my back. And I'd been in quite a bit of pain and um, laying on a heating pad for most of the time, those 10 days, had to cancel some events because I just, my back was so bad. So right away, I got a message back from Jen, just a text message. And she said, oh no, Father God, We welcome and invite you to bring your healing love to Myra's back. Holy Spirit, may you have your way and restore and refresh what's been injured. In the highest name of Jesus, we pray. So I thanked her for that and, of course, read it over myself. And within within probably 10 minutes, I noticed my back was better. And by the time I went to bed that night, I didn't have any pain in my back. My back was totally healed, and my back is still to this day healed. That pain went completely away, and I'd already even gone to the doctor and had an x-ray thinking maybe I'd broken a rib. So we're just praising God for his goodness and thanking him so much and so grateful that he heals. What an amazing story. Uh, That is so cool. Now let's hear from Jen, the person who actually did the praying. Last week, I received a text from my friend Myra. She let me know that her back was really hurting her, had been bothering her for several days at this point. 
So I just sent her back a quick prayer by text that goes like this. Father God, we welcome and invite you to bring your healing love to Myra's back. Holy Spirit, may you have your way and restore and refresh what's been injured. In the highest name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And then I heard back later on that day that she was completely healed. So I was very happy to hear that and praise God. So here's another amazing testimony from the Seattle region with Leslie Shuck. And uh, this is her healing story of actually, I would say three prayer tools that we've learned in the cohorts. Listening prayer, reclaiming territory, and physical healing prayer. And uh, I just want to point out as you listen to this, think about what we were talking about in this cohort session of praying for the sick, praying for healing when we're not in the vicinity of another person. How do you pray for healing? Hey, here's an example of how that happened in Seattle. I just wanted to share a story of healing prayer. The Lord had brought a woman that I know of but don't know to mind a few times. Uh, She's battling stage four cancer. After the physical healing cohort, another woman in the cohort had shared with the group that she felt like she needed to go and pray for this same woman. And so... I knew that, okay, yep, I'm in, so let's do this. Um, We talked to another friend who's good friends with her, um, and we asked, can we come and pray for you? And she said, "Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm actually feeling the most tremendous pain I've felt. Um, She hadn't been able to get out of bed. Her pain medications weren't working, and she was miserable. Um, and so we just said, you know what, we'll come, we'll just pray outside of your home. And she said, yes, yes, please. Um, so we went to her home, we met there, we met outside, we just began, um, praying over her property, praying over her home, uh, inviting just, um, the Holy Spirit, inviting angels to just surround her property. Um, we prayed over her children we prayed over her husband and just kind of had sat, you know, in that, in those beginning moments, as we began praying, we asked Jesus, you know, sat in silence, like, what do you, what do you have? Like, what do you want to say today? How can we, um, best minister to this family? And it was just beautiful. Um, the, the things that the Lord, um, kind of showed us as we prayed and as we praised, um, and worshiped there were birds that just came to the property. It was like noticeable. They came to the property and they were praising. They were worshiping and it was, it was just beautiful. So we asked God for little things and we also, you know, we asked him for some of the things and we asked him for everything, you know, all of the things. And so we were expectant. And the next day, um, we found out that she was able to get out of bed uh, that day, that she was able to get in downstairs into her recliner and chat with her daughters and her husband, and that she was even um, able to go on a drive with her husband and have a date. And so we were just praising Jesus, just floored by just his mercies and his goodness and his kindness to give her a beautiful day. We had blessed her with joy. Um, We had, you know, prayed over so many things and just to see the Lord being like, yes, 
She has this day where her pain is lessened and she has this day where she is having joy with her family and with her husband. It was just beautiful. Um, And we're actually going to pray with her again tomorrow um, outside of her home. And maybe tomorrow she'll be able to crack a window um, from her recliner and, and be with us. Or maybe she will be feeling up to hearing us. But um, it was just a really beautiful time of seeing the Lord uh, bring, just bring a, a measure of healing to her. Thank you so much for sharing that, Leslie. It was incredible to experience just the beginning of that hearing how it was going during that. And of course, the ending is, is so sweet and continuing. Um, so let's, we're going to move and hear a healing story from uh, Dallas, Texas. Uh, this is a really cool story about kind of the multiplication that happens as you receive healing prayer, experience healing prayer, and then as you're moved through compassion uh, for others that are around you. I hope you enjoy this one. Hi, my name is Alyssa and I live in Dallas, Texas. A friend of mine, Molly, um, offered to come pray for me when I was having really bad shoulder pain. This was summer of 2020 and I reached out to her for help and she, her first impulse was, let me, can I pray for you? And I was like, yes, I love that. So she came over, she prayed for me and told me about the cohort at the same time. Um, Fast forward about seven months later, I'm in the cohort, still experiencing shoulder pain and, um, during the healing prayer lesson um, and our practice session, um, I asked for healing for my shoulder again, and the girls prayed over me, and I experienced a measure of healing that night, um, a range of motion that I had not had in my shoulder, and, um, and I was so grateful and so excited. Um, but what's even more exciting is um, the next day, um, someone who works for me was at my house and she was experiencing some lingering chest pain from COVID. And I felt compelled to pray for her. It was like, the Lord was not going to let me go. (laughs) And I, I had all the excuses of, well, she's a believer and you know, she's really fine. She's not, you know, she's not in bad shape, but I felt like I had to pray for her. And so I, I asked her and she just was so excited and receptive and basically immediately started crying when I started praying for her. And um, then she started praying alongside me to the point that she was so loud, I couldn't even hear myself. (laughs) It was kind of funny. She was just praising the Lord and saying, thank you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. You love me, Jesus. Just giving him glory. And um, we ended up just crying together in my kitchen and praying and worshiping. And it was amazing. Man, isn't that an amazing story from Alyssa in Dallas? It's it's just incredible. I think one thing that stands out to me from her story is, one, she's in a place where a cohort graduate comes up to her to pray for her as a, a lifestyle, you know, because this is in the summer. We, we don't have the cohorts going on. And, and then Alyssa becomes the one with the need, receives healing, and then she becomes a healer unto other people. And uh, I just think it's amazing. Tim and I were just talking about this of we're all wounded healers. You know, we're all praying for healing. We're all asking God, would you move in healing power today? Would you use me as a vessel of your grace? And uh, Alyssa, thanks for sharing your story. Hey, I want to tell you another story that I've only been waiting for a year to tell you about uh, from Reggie in the Eagle Rock, Pasadena area. And I want you to hear a story. Actually, if you remember in the cohort, 
um, we bring people up and we model physical healing prayer. And this was a night actually that Dick Davis was prayed for, if you remember that video. Uh, Reggie was in the room and she came up as a model for healing. And I had the chance to pray for her. So hear Reggie's story and let's give glory to God for his testimony in her life. Hey, hey, Stephen, it's Reggie. I know you know my story. You're a big part of it. Three years ago at my very first cohort, I was at a friend's house and you came and were speaking on healing. I remembered you asking anyone in the room if they wanted to come up and have you pray for them. And I'd been dealing with a really, really awful, painful shoulder. I had had two doctors look at that and told me that I needed surgery. Um, I had a torn rotator cuff, badly torn rotator cuff, and it was pretty frozen. I couldn't move it hardly at all, up, down, forward, backwards, without tremendous amount of pain. I remember standing up there with you and how I was a little nervous because, um, whoa, what if it doesn't happen? And, whoa, what if it does? I remember how warm you were, how um, it was just kind of natural to you to put your hand on my shoulder and go to the Father for me and ask for um, healing. I felt warmth, I remember, after a few minutes, but nothing fantastic. And then I went and sat down. And as you were speaking and talking to other people, and I remember moving my arm and feeling, whoa, wait, there, I can move. I mean, it's moving. I was so surprised and a little taken aback. Oh, me of little faith. I, I remember um, moving it up and down and around and going home that night doing the same thing. I could not even sleep on that side of my body. And I re- remember being able to lay on that side and thinking, wait, wait this can't be, I, 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 whoa. And probably for the first week, it was about 85% better. I'm pretty sure you kept praying for me because by the end, it's been 100% better. I'd never had to have the surgery. Um, I play golf. I can move it. I pick up my grandkids. Um, So God did an amazing thing that night. And I just loved how authentic and real and um, amazing you were at taking me to that place. So that's my story. What an incredible story from Reggie. Uh, I love that she said that God did a really amazing thing that night. And what I love is that this was the model from the front of the room. If you want to talk about something that's going to increase your expectation uh, as a viewer when you're seeing this happen, uh, it just is expansive uh, in what it does for your expectation. I want to transition um, to our Seattle cohort. Uh, we're going to hear from Kim, who had the opportunity to pray for her daughter, Evie, uh, during the cohort. And uh, I just love this story because it talks about what it's like um, when your passion exists for your kids and want to see uh, some things get solved in their life. And this is just such a cool story about how God is healing her daughter. So I wanted to share a little story about how we experienced physical healing to some degree for our daughter, Evie. Um, Ever since she was born, she's four now, but ever since she was born, she's uh, dealt with eczema. And as she's gotten older, it's unfortunately gotten more severe. 
And we've learned over the years that it's linked to her food allergies. Um, and she also has asthma, which is kind of this like trifecta that a lot of kids will have. And um, we've just been constantly searching for answers for her and constantly looking for healing. And uh, when we did the Novo healing call, a uh, physical healing call a few weeks back, um, she was present with us and we, in our breakout room, had our friends pray for healing for Evie. And um, we have just continued to see positive results for her. And since we had that call and since she was prayed for, we um, had taken her back to the uh, doctor's office and had they'd ordered more um, tests to try to figure out if her allergies have changed at all since the last time. So we did some blood work um, and the results of that came back. And there's three new foods that um, on the blood work are showing that she might be able to tolerate. We still have to try them one by one and make sure, um, but we're really hopeful. And overall across the board, even on the things that she's allergic to, there's some that um, her numbers have significantly decreased. So it's a sign that that she's um, healing from some of those. And so we're just really um, hopeful and excited by just the change for her um, and just that, you know, she'll be able to eat more foods and hopefully um, God will continue to heal her and just uh, allow her to grow out of some of these really restrictive diets and things. But um, left our call super encouraged with what um, healing we saw happen just in a short period of time from when she was prayed for to when we were able to get her tested again. So um, really thankful and just uh, reminded of God's goodness and all of it. Man, what an incredible story from Kim in the Pacific Northwest region. Uh, if you're like me, if you have food allergies, you know the the power of not having those anymore. Oh my goodness. And, and praying with your kids, seeing them healed, seeing God's power among them. It's just an amazing story. So Kim, thanks for sharing your story. I So I want to actually go from the U.S. now to uh, James in Australia. So we're, we're going to move a little. And James has an incredible story of actually the Lord bringing healing to his eyes and glaucoma. So I want you to hear his story of how even... In the lab time, James came to the front of our call, received prayer, and what God did to him during that time and his ongoing healing journey. So listen to this. My name is James Croft, and I'd like to share with you right now the um, experience I had as a result of the healing prayer from my January cohort. The... Teaching was done on um, on four postures of supernatural expectation. This was new information to me and produced a shift in my faith. We would also and that was number four, which was we would also say that we can always expect something. So our cohort group asked for a volunteer for healing prayer. And as a voice prompted me to ask for prayer for a long-standing condition of glaucoma in my left eye. The cohort prayed, and then and then they checked, and I reported feeling a sensation of warmth and tingling, at the time. Over subsequent days, there was a noticeable improvement in my peripheral vision, 
with colours and movement of hands and fingers being seen again. My, also, my balance and perception of steps and obstacles is noticeably improved. Thanks be to God for his grace, love and mercy to grow my faith. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. What an amazing story. I don't know if it's the way James says that or the impact of just the story and just the how calm he is about being able to see something as amazing as just fingers waving in your peripheral vision. But what an impactful story. We are going to move um, back to the States and we're going to hear from Morgan now who had the opportunity to pray for the groomer of their dog and, and just another incredible story. Uh, can't wait for you guys to hear. Hi, my name is Morgan Ebley, and for our physical healing assignment, I felt prompted by the Lord to pray for our dog's groomer, who is not a believer. And the morning that she came over, I was feeling really anxious because our dog really hates to be groomed and will pull and jump and try to run away. And so I didn't know how I was going to pray for this woman with our dog being so distracting. And so I actually felt led by the Lord just to pray first over our dog. And so I blessed her with peace. And as we walked outside to meet the groomer, she sat completely still by my side for the entire time that we were talking and praying. And so I knew the Holy Spirit was with us. So I asked the woman if I could pray for her and immediately her demeanor changed and she said that she'd had a horrible morning and how much it meant just that I'd asked to pray for her. And so she let me know that she had a breast biopsy coming up and she was really anxious about it. And so just in the name of Jesus, I commanded the lump um, to be healed, the biopsy to come back negative and the lump to be removed. And I was really awkward. I stumbled over my words. It was very, very short prayer. Um, but the following month when I saw her, she let me know that the biopsy had come back negative and that to the surprise of everyone that it was gone, the lump was gone. And so it was just a really incredibly powerful reminder to me that all we are called to is obedience. And the power to heal is not in our eloquence or our words, but it is in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so we just have to be faithful when he asks us to pray. So I hope that encourages you guys along your own journeys. Thanks. I mean, if you're like me and you're hearing these stories of healing in people's back, being the one praying for healing... Uh, even to listening prayer, reclaiming territory, birds praising God, you know, this COVID reality, even praying for healing in that. I'm thinking of Alyssa's story and being the one that receives healing to multiplying that now where the person they pray for is praying for someone else. Uh, Reggie in, in the area looking for pain in her body as one of the participants that comes to the front and God healing her body. Uh, I'm thinking of Kim's story of the food allergies and praying for her kid and seeing so much breakthrough and healing and then moving on to James with his eyesight and then lastly, even praying with dog groomers. I mean, it. it's just this story of like 
God being the healer. And I, I think I'm just amazed more and more when I hear your stories and when we have these ongoing experiments of God meets us in that middle ground of just taking steps of faith and trusting him. So, I mean, what about you, Tim? Like, what what have you heard from all of this? I think what just amazes me, and <laughs> I've kind of done this with the Gospels too, just is there a rhyme or a reason or some sort of secret solution that uh, is, is the kind of the magic steps that lead to healing? And even just listening to these testimonies, it is so all over the map in so many different ways. And I think for me, it just comes down to the Lord's kindness and his goodness and just the fact that, he meets us where we're at. And and, and oftentimes, and, and those of you who have prayed for people and, and not seen healing happen, you know that there is breakthrough of other kinds going on. And, and for those of you who are experimenting and uh, maybe not seeing what you expect to happen, I say just wait. Because as... You know, so many stories come out two to three months later of maybe it's still not the physical healing you were asking for, but what gets created is a relationship um, that just adds to, I guess, the tapestry of life in just such an amazing and beautiful way that you have now made a friend and an impact of something else is going to come from that. So there's no rhyme or reason, but there is activation that happens when we pray with expectancy because God shows up and he does amazing things. And think about, you know, our, our contentment, how we exist in our physical bodies um, with the pain that's there. And we never take the opportunity to pray. And, and everyone has some physical need. I'm about convinced of it. So pretty cool stuff. I mean, I believe it. You know, I believe it too. And I think you guys, we're all being invited into this journey of rediscovering our our daily discipleship with Jesus. I, I think that's what it comes down to is, you know, can healing be a part of that? Can it be with our kids? Can it be with our neighbors? Can it be if we're going to the dog groomer? Can it can it even be in a simple experiment of saying, may I pray for you? And I think this session is just redefining that for me, and I hope it is for you of, Lord, if I take a step, will you meet me in that place? Will you meet that person in that place? And so I, we just want to encourage you today with present stories of what God is doing in the nations, uh, present stories of his power, present stories of his love and his kindness. And I, you know, I think of the disciples just saying, Lord, as we go, will you stretch forth your hand to perform signs and wonders? And these are signs and wonders of God's kingdom through his church today. And so we're sharing it with you because we want to encourage you. Take more steps of faith as you're going into this next month of the cohort. Continue to use the activating prayer tools that you've received in your toolbox in your day-to-day life and trust God in this journey of day-to-day discipleship with him. Thankful for you guys, praying for you, and we pray God's blessing over you this month as you continue in your experiments. Thanks, everybody. Have a great month. If you have an encouraging story, we would love to hear it. Email us at cohort.stories at novo.org.